0: This is episode 38 on Unpacked with me, Hope. Hello, everyone. My name is Hope, and I am the host of the World and Brave podcast. Welcome to my show. In this podcast, I'm bearing all of it. I'm finally letting go, and I am finally letting the world in to my heart. And that's hard. I have kept the deepest, the realest, the rawest parts of myself hidden behind closed doors since I was a little girl and I've only ever shown the world what I thought was expected of me. It was easier to be safe. It was easier to keep my mouth closed. It was easier not to ask questions. It was easier not to stir the pot or rock the boat. I didn't have anything to back up what my heart was trying to tell me. I didn't know if anyone would believe me or judge me. Kick on me, criticize me, call me different. That little voice that has all of the answers has finally had enough and it is banging on my heart. And it's brighter than the sun. And I'm vulnerable and I'm honest and I'm full of love. And I'm sharing my most challenging and life altering experiences on this show. I'm being bold, I'm being brave and I'm finally exposing the real authentic self. I am finally exposing who hope is. I really hope that you enjoy the show. Pun, not intended, but hey, enjoy that one as well. <laughs> I hope that you get everything you need from this show. I want you to know how loving you are, how lovable you are, and how loved you are. I also want you to know that you are enough. Everything you do is enough. Everything that you are. And everything that you will become is, and will forever be, enough. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Unpacked. I've had some huge, huge discoveries this week probably some of the biggest yet and i'm really excited to share them with you in fact because i want to say breakthroughs i've had some really really amazing break breakthroughs this week breakthroughs breakthroughs um i have a dear friend to to thank um for part of part of this um this breakthrough that i've had and I'm not going to, I'm not to, I'm not going to disclose her name, um, but she'll know who she is because she recommended me to uh, she recommended me she recommended me. She suggested that i that's a better word, hope that I check out this um this podcast. Um, it's called the Mushroom Hour. And for those who aren't familiar with it, I do highly recommend it. I've only listened to one episode, but I loved it. And it was with uh, a lady by the name of—that's um, my assumption, actually—that um, Anna Henning. I don't know, you know, how she identifies. So let's just say Anna Henning was a special guest on this um, on this episode. And when I was having a chat to my friend. Um, and I was, you know, letting her in on what I've been going through, and um, how my anxiety and uh, my panic um, has has been heightened over the past uh, couple of months. Well throughout the whole COVID experience, and the reason for that is, is because before I moved to Canada, after I went through the most brutal, brutal breakup of my life, I was put on to um pretty heavy medications to help cope with the stress with my anxiety with my panic um the that I was that I was dealing with and so through covid you know i began doing all this work on myself and reading and and discovering and you know what else was i going to do during this time i had to fill this time with something so i thought what better way than to work on myself And get to know who hope really is and 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 look back into the past and start to explore what that narrative looks like as an adult for me and so i made the decision to come off these medications that i was on and i did wean off them but i probably in hindsight now i could have taken longer i could have taken a longer time because when you are um you know for my in my own experience being on medications where they plaster such a heavy band-aid on your emotional state and your nervous system coming off them and not really understanding, I didn't understand the extent of trauma I was still carrying from being a child. And my anxiety and the panic and the, the sense of overwhelm, my whole nervous system just completely spun out of control. And I found myself not being able to leave the house, not being able to go for a walk in nature. Anything where I could see dark spots was a representation of my fears, of my, um, of my narrative, of, of what I've been carrying around for so long and not, not recognizing, not looking it straight in the eye and saying, okay, let's look at this. Let's, let's sit down and let's really look at what's going on here. So cut a long story short, I've listened to this podcast episode and Anna mentions, sorry, beg my pardon. Anna or Anne? Let me just look through my notes here. Anna mentions hypervigilant. And it just like throughout this episode and it 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 just hit me and I thought, hypervigilant, hypervigilant. That's that's very common in children or adults that have ADD or ADHD. I have ADHD. I thought, hypervigilant, hypervigilant. Okay. So I'm listening and I'm listening in. And then she goes on to, Anna goes on to, uh, pardon me, Anna goes on to how, when you have ADD or ADHD, you, you're very hypervigilant, You're very aware. You're very aware of your surroundings. You're very aware of a lot of things before. Um, it's, it's a gift that we have. We have this awareness um, that we're able to tap into. That perhaps um, those who don't have ADD or ADHD, it doesn't. It's not a, a response that it's. It's not. It's an aware. It's not an awareness that's as quick to recognize. So just to give you some backstory, you know, growing up in the environment that I did um, with my darling, my darling father and my darling mother, who I love very, very much. And I have the most rewarding, beautiful, connected, nurturing relationship with them as an adult. But we're looking into the past. We're looking into what what I'm still carrying from that narrative I created as a child. So I was very hypervigilant as a child. So I have ADHD and I also have this need, this need that I developed as a child to observe behavior, observe changes in behavior, observe moods, mood mood swings, observe energy. It became a need because it was a coping mechanism for me. It was how I navigated my way through my childhood in my home. And I was always in survival mode, right? It was survival mode. So and you know my father lived that experience too in his home as a child he was in survival mode he was o- he was also um an overfunctioning child as well because he was the oldest of three children so he had he had his own stuff that he was you know working through and understanding and navigating through and obviously what we didn't understand what my father didn't understand was brought into my household until he began to do the work himself. And then that became very clear and he was able to make those changes for himself and really, really do the work. And I, I'm so proud. I'm so proud of my father. I really am. I just have to say that because I love him dearly. He's my angel. So I adapted this hypervigilant behavior and I brought it into my, my adult life. And there's been, you know, there's been instances where, you know, where we live, we live with other people above us and in our home. And depending on what they're going through, what their behavior is, I didn't realize that I was being hypervigilant. I went into survival mode and it's not just in my home environment. It could be in social situations. It could be in my working environment. You know, it's, it's any environment where I am surrounded by other people other than myself. And everything just started to make sense. I thought, oh, my goodness, I've been hypervigilant this whole time. And I wanted to share with you not so much about my experience with hypervigilance because it's as simple as this. When you are hypervigilant, you notice behavior like that. You notice changes in behavior like that. Um, you're very quick to identify energy and when energy changes, when it's positive and when it's ne- negative, where I was getting hung up was I would blame and shame myself for any, um, transactional energy that was going on around me. It would be like, what have I done? How do I fix it? Did I do something? A door slams. I've done something wrong. What what's happened? Hyper vigilant. It's like I've noticed a change in behavior. Or even if even if the the change in behavior which I assumed, you know, because I'm not always right, right? In my head, I'm I'm listening to the narrative. So it's like, is it actually a change in behavior or has someone just pulled the door because they're in a rush to get to their next their next meeting or wherever it is that they're going? In my mind, I hear a door slam and I'm like, who's upset with me? What's happened? What's wrong? And I go into this survival mode. How do I fix it? What do I do? How do I navigate? Should I hide? Should I run? Should I stay put? Do I defense? Do I get angry? Should I be mad as well? And so I wanted to share with you what I've started to practice. And to my dearest and darling friend, I love my friends. <laughs> I love you. If you're if you're listening to this episode, I love you and I'm so grateful to have people in my life who care. And it's just it's changed my world. It's changed my world having this understanding. Knowledge is power, man. Like having knowledge is power. It's power for yourself. It's power for understanding, it's power for navigating, it's power for moving forward. Knowledge is always the answer for me. That's why I'm always learning. I'm always wanting more. I got a little bit sidetracked there because I got very emotional because this is a very close friend of mine and I love them very much. So thank you for taking the time to share your knowledge with me because it's created insight and it's now created space where I can move forward in a positive way and now I can share it. I can share it with you. And that is all I'm here to do is share the truth to be raw, to practice vulnerability, to practice authenticity every single day. It's a core value of mine and I'm showing up and it's, it feels good. So The first thing I do when, when I get into that, in that state of being very hypervigilant is I stop and I ask myself, where am I? Where am I right now? Where have I gone back to? What do I feel? What's coming up for me? And then I stop myself and I remind myself that I am safe. I am safe in my body. I'm safe in my home. I am safe in my space. And I breathe, I take in three deep breaths. And I calm my nervous system. And in fact, I'll breathe for as long as I need to. There's no limit on the breath. Like, breathing is key to calming the nervous system. I catch myself, I hold myself, I remind myself that I am safe, and then I ask myself as many questions as I need to to get to the facts. My truth is my truth, but the truth is not always the fact. One could argue that, but my opinion is that truth. What is true for you is absolutely true for you because you're in it and you're living in that experience. I will not deny myself or anyone, anyone of that. But what is fact, that's a little different. So I breathe and I have one hand on my heart and one hand on my stomach and I remind myself that I am safe. I am safe in my body. It's okay to feel calm. It's okay to breathe. It's okay to relax. It's okay to trust. It's okay to feel safe. You are okay in this moment. And then I ask myself questions What's around me right now? Paying attention to all of my senses. What can I hear? What can I see? What can I smell? what can I touch, really coming back to the present moment before my ego, my pain, my narrative starts to swirl into this, this story of this person's angry with you or you've said something you shouldn't have said. You're out of your league here. You've gone too far. You've pushed too hard. Come back into where it's safe. Come back into where I can protect you. Come back into where nothing can go wrong. I'm someone who loves, loves to push the boundaries. Loves. Because that's how I grow. But where I get caught is in my ego and in my pain and in my past and in that narrative. I'm about to lose you on IGTV in roughly 30 seconds. I will be continuing uh, this podcast episode. Log into to the Bold and Brave podcast where you can tune into this episode to hear more about hypervigilance and how I process hypervigilance, how I deal with, pro- um, how I pay attention to it and how I've learned to work with it and not against it. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you on the Bold and Brave podcast. Mwah. So reminding myself that I'm not in my past. You know, we're, we're tall children. That's what we are. And the little hope within me still carries pain. She still hurts. She still panics. She still worries. She still fears. But the moment that I catch her and I hold her and I remind her that she is safe that it's just a thought, it's not real, and I have the power to bring myself back in to my higher self. I have the power to come back into alignment. I have the power to trust. I have the power to take hold of the reins with love and nurturing and support and remind myself that I am okay. I don't need to be hyper vigilant. I don't need to go back into survival mode. I just need to pay attention to where I am right now, coming back into the present. What can I hear? What can I see? What can I feel? What can I touch? How can I change this narrative so that it serves me? How can I give to myself so that I'm not afraid? How can I step out of survival mode and still feel safe in my home, in my body, and in my spirit, in my higher self? How can I do that right now in this moment? What can I do? And that has helped me beyond anything. And And I have to be completely honest with you, this is a very new practice for me. I have never been this present with myself all my life, all my mind. I have been living on the roller coaster of survival mode and living in that space of having to be hypervigilant around other people or even myself or my husband. And it's really important for me that I must be honest with myself. And really look at where I am in my life, where I want to be, and what is holding me back. That's my responsibility. If there's somewhere where I want to get to, if there's something that I want to do, that's for me to work out, that's for me to navigate, that's my responsibility. And so just to wrap things up now without, you know, spiraling on. Noticing my own behavior, noticing what's going on in my body, instead of always thinking on the outside and what's going on around me, whose energy am I collecting? Whose, whose behavior changes am I noticing? Instead of making it about me, and how it's affecting me, how they are affecting me, I'm now taking responsibility and asking myself questions. What do you need in this moment, Hope? What can I give you? How can I be here to support you? Let's look at what we're feeling. Let's look about what we're thinking. What are these thoughts? What is this narrative that we're listening to? Is this narrative serving me? What happens if I take three deep breaths? Does that make me feel calm? Yes. Okay. Let's take another three. Does that make me feel even more calm? Yes. Is this working for you? Yes. Okay. Where am I right now? Where have I gone back to? What am I reliving? What's in my past that I haven't cleared? I guess the point that I'm trying to make is that it's scary going back into the past. I'm not going to deny that. I'm not going to pretend that it's not a scary exercise. But it's not scary in a harmful way. It's scary in a positive way. You know the saying, do something that scares you every day and you will propel forward? It's true. It is 100% true. And it's true for me and... I don't know, I I might be going out on a really big limb here, but I feel like I could positively say that I think it's fact. I think it's fact that if you can do something for yourself, you know, within staying within your limits and 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 healthy boundaries, you don't want to overexert yourself or overpush yourself where it doesn't feel connected or it feels wrong for you rather you know rather let me let me rephrase that I, I i don't really like to use the word wrong or right what feels in alignment for you there's nothing wrong with going back into your past and sitting in it i commend you for that that is courage that's vulnerability and vulnerability is strength that's not weakness So, that, that is uh, me wrapping up this episode on Unpacked this week. Hypervigilance, survival mode, noticing first. What, what is it around me that I'm becoming aware of, and how can I take responsibility for that? And give back to myself and, and, and hold myself accountable for coming into alignment with what's true and real for me. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and uh, you'll hear from me soon. (laughs) Lots of love, everybody. Bye-bye.